Hey you guys, welcome to the Coco Brown Show and I am Coco Brown. I hope you guys are having an awesome day. I am having a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day. Listen guys, I cannot complain. Of course, again today, the weather was pretty nice. So I actually enjoyed myself today. Today is Sunday, it's December 23rd. So of course, we are officially two days away from Christmas. Whoop, whoop, and I am so excited about that. But I wanted to talk about a story or a topic that I saw on social media. And the title of this episode is Atlanta, the new HIV capital. So according to the CDC, if you live in the South, you are more likely to be diagnosed with HIV than any other part of the country. So they're basically stating that if you live in North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, Louisiana, any of those areas, they are saying that you are more likely to um, contract HIV. Now, according to Dr. Carlos Del Rio, he stated that you are more likely to catch HIV in Atlanta than you would in Africa because they're calling Atlanta the new HIV capital. I know that there is a neighborhood in Atlanta where 75% of the people who live there, they are living with HIV. And I know in Georgia, the risk of diagnosis is actually leap. So now it's one in 51. So according to Dr. Carlos Del Rio, he stated that we should not be having this epidemic at all in this part of the country. And I so agree with him because he stated that we have so many resources available. So this shouldn't be happening. Okay. Now I do like what they're doing. I know in Fulton County, you know, they do the mobile testing and that's where the van travels to certain zip codes in the area with the highest numbers of HIV cases. I think they should actually do the, have the mobile testing in a lot of these other areas where the numbers are extremely high. Because I know that the cities, the top cities with the highest, you know, rates of um, HIV diagnosis are Atlanta. You have Atlanta. Atlanta is number one. You have Miami, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You have New Orleans, Jackson, Mississippi, Orlando, Florida, Memphis, Tennessee, Jacksonville, Florida, Baltimore, Maryland, Houston, Texas, Washington, D.C., Columbia, South Carolina, Tampa, and St. Petersburg, Florida. And then you have Las Vegas, Nevada. Now, out of all the cities that I actually just mentioned, to be honest with you, 85 to 86% of those cities are in the South. And the other ones are elsewhere, okay? So that's where when you actually look at those numbers, you know, I can see how they stated that you are more likely to, you know, contract HIV in the South than any other part of the country. Now, guys, I will say this. HIV don't have a face on it, okay? You have people that are actually walking around that look healthy, that look fine, that don't look sick. You know, you have the, the, the guys walking around that, you know, uh, a lot of times when you say, oh, gosh, he looks good. He's fine, but he's sick as a dog. And you would actually never know. You would never know. And you have people out there now that are that are intentionally running around and passing HIV to other people. 
You know, I know um, a friend girl of mine who um, knows a guy that her sister used to mess with. And he has eight children by six different women. And she stated, she told me he's HIV positive and he don't believe in using condoms, you know, and he sleeps with men and women from what she told me. And if you see this guy, because she was talking about him and then she was like, you know, she sent a picture of him. And I mean, the guy looks good. I mean, the guy looks good. I mean, but the guy, you know, the guy's sick, you know, he's sick. And I think she, she also told me recently a girl just had a baby by him. And I, I asked her, I said, so he, he don't tell or he didn't tell, you know, any of his, his baby moms. And she was like, no, she was like, but you know, they, they're positive now. And I think, you know, she said he made up a, a story and, you know, to, I think to a couple of the baby moms, he made up a story and said something like, you know, Oh, he got a blood transfusion when he was little and, and that's how he got it or, or, or something, something of that nature was what he said. And I, and I told her when she told me the story, I told her, I said, that's, that's crazy. But I know that, um, you know, they have treatment out there, you know, today it's not like it was, you know, when they first found out about HIV in the eighties, you know, as time go on, you know, they are actually coming out with, you know, different type of antiretroviral drugs, you know, that are actually helping people live a lot longer. I mean, they actually have over 40 out there now that are approved by the FDA to treat HIV infection. And as a result, people are living with HIV who start treatment early. So like if you start treatment early and you find out that you're HIV positive, you can achieve and maintain your viral suppression. And once you do that, this means that you can stay healthy and you can actually live a lot longer. I think that when people find out, I think the problem with a lot of people, they think it's the end of the world and it's a death sentence. It don't always have to be. It doesn't always have to be. And, you know, I, I found it and I thought it to be very, very important you know, to talk about this because I really, really wanted to talk about it, you know, especially in our community, because a lot of people won't won't talk about it. A lot of people will be closed lipped and they won't say anything at all. So I guess the question is, is there a cure for HIV? I know that we know that there's treatment out there. And like I mentioned to you earlier, they have over 40 antiretroviral drugs, but Many people say that there's no cure, that a cure doesn't exist. You know, however, you know, as long as you can adhere to taking your antiretroviral drugs, you know, you can slow down the disease progress. And that what that can do is that can prevent secondary infections and complications. Now, there are people, you know, whose bodies have naturally just suppressed the virus without medication. You have people out there, you know, that don't take any medication, you know, they've actually been able to suppress the virus. And a situation like this is rare. You don't hear anything like this too often, but when this does happen, they call these people elite controllers. Now, you know, over, over the years, you know, there've been many advances in, you know, like the HIV treatment and, 
as time go on, I know the treatments and the therapies, you know, they'll, they will advance more and hopefully, you know, they'll help improve the quality of life for so many people out there, you know, as they've actually already been doing, you know, there are people out there that's been living 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 25 years, 30 years. It's people that's been living with it for a long time. And I know for some babies that are born with HIV, you know, they immediately give the baby the antiretroviral drugs. And in some cases, not all of them, but in some cases, you know, the babies have been thought to be cured. I know that some people, you know, will say that their child was born and, and wasn't affected at all, you know, which is a good thing. I remember a story and they called this baby the Mississippi baby. And this was um, the baby who people had considered to have been cured, you know, from HIV. Now, I, I do believe that as long as researchers and scientists continue to find a cure for HIV, then there'll be there'll, there'll be a lot more progression over time. Now, many people actually believe that it'll never be a cure. So I want to ask you this. What do you think? You know, do you think it would actually be a cure? Yes or no? You know, to me, a cure is if you can suppress the virus, you know, without the need of the antiretroviral treatment. You know, if you can suppress it and then not have to take the treatment, then to me, I feel like that would actually be a cure. So, you know, and then I also remember, you know, reading a story, you know, about um, a guy by the name of Timothy Brown. He was known as the Berlin patient. And I think this was like 07, 2007, 2008. And what happened was Brown had chemo and he had a bone marrow transplant to treat his leukemia. And his transplant came from, you know, someone with a natural genetic resistance to HIV. And they said he was cured of HIV. But the scientists really didn't understand, you know, he, from what happened, the whole situation confused them, you know? So I always tell people that if you are actually going to be out here and you're actually going to be having, you know, um, unprotected sex, you want to protect yourself because nobody's going to protect yourself. You're responsible for yourself. I know in California, they have a law that if a person gets infected with HIV, they're not charging the person in California. Now, I'm going to tell you something. California picked up this law, and soon other states will start picking this up as well. All right? So that's why it's very, very important for you to know your status, know your partner status, for y'all to actually get checked together. Because a lot of times if a person tell you, no, I'll go get my test and you go get your test. No, let's go together. Because I don't want you to come back with some fictitious numbers or fictitious tests and you don't change somebody else's name that was there and then put your name on it. No, I don't want that. Let's go together. So I know what's going on with you and you know what's going on with me. Okay. So guys, I just wanted to talk about that. Always, always, always. If you're listening to 
this episode and you are someone that you're concerned about maybe getting tested, maybe you may have thought that you contracted HIV, whatever the case may be, the first thing you want to do is go get tested. Find out what your status is. And if you find out that you are HIV positive, you want to start treatment immediately. Because there are a lot of people out there that are running around, they're not getting any type of treatment. And this is this is what I see that happens. I see stuff like this on social media. They'll say, oh, this person died. And then you look around and you're like, okay, well, what happened to this person? You know, oh, they had cancer. Or, oh, they had this. Or this was wrong with them. That was wrong with them. And what people don't understand is this. When you're infected and you don't get any type of treatment, it actually brings on other infections and other diseases as well. Because you, you have to remember your immune system is actually trying to fight off the HIV. Okay. So the first thing that you actually want to do, if you do find out that you are infected, you do want to go get treatment immediately. Because if you go get treatment immediately, there's a possibility that you can suppress that disease and it not affect you like that. So guys, let me know what you guys think. I wasn't going to be long with this episode. Let me know what you guys think. Send me an email, show at yahoo.com. Give me some feedback. Let me know what you think. Do you think it's a cure for it? Yes or no? All right. So until the next time, guys, I am going to see you guys on over on the next episode. I want you guys to take care and peace. You guys have a, have a great night. Bye-bye. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.